3, 2, 1, go! Bye, Shapa, Sherera Lenzi, Shai Kumelton Kinspe, She Anye E, Avanye E, Hande Rendu, The Fluent Show! Welcome to The Fluent Show! I've managed to do this right! <laughs> Hang on, I'm just in two places at once. Welcome to the Fluid Show, a podcast all about loving, living and learning languages. Today, live with Lindsay from Milton Keynes. And Kirsten from, I'm pointing there, Kirsten from Canterbury. It's episode 200, we've made it. Let us know if you can see us, let us know it's all working well. And uh, you can hear the music and all that stuff. We've done a lot of testing, done a lot of things. And yeah, I'm just going to actually keep the Fluent Show music running. And we're going to listen to the whole thing today in the background. Lindsay, congratulations. Welcome. You've made it to episode 200 of the Fluent Show and you're still here, chilling, hanging out. I was, I was, I was shocked then. I was wondering why you said congratulations. I was like, is there news I don't know about? Okay. <laughs> 200 yes and congratulations to you more so you've been there since episode one i have been here since episode one that is correct (laughs) episode one which wasn't really even an episode yet it was just a sort of i am kind of trying this thing out um and that is pretty much it so chat room i can see you there don't worry i've got a little bit of a delay Um, we've got marissa here we've got steven here ellie janet is here and i believe chris is here as well hello hello so we're not used to live streaming i haven't brushed my hair and (laughs) this is an episode i don't think that's a live stream thing i think that's a podcast versus video thing of like (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were gonna say like i think that's a kirsten thing (laughs) No. (laughs) So, um, you know, excuse excuse all that, but we're here to celebrate. We're here to have a lot of fun. And yeah, uh, uh, do I need to do any chat room housekeeping? Dear chat room, please be nice to each other. We have in the test that I did with my husband, (laughs) we have already found out that if you type swear words in the chat box, I don't get to see them nobody else gets to see i actually get to see them because they come up on my little broadcasting software but you you don't get to see each other's comments so don't put swear words be nice to each other and will you will you use women in language rules which is don't put any links unless you put something like search online for blah 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 and then you can put link and that links and that's pretty much it Hi Mick, hi Nancy. Lindsay, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say that you've just told a chat room full of people that love language not to type in a certain type of word, which means instantly everyone's going to be like, it blocks them, what now? Just typing in swear words, <laughs> testing where the, where the swear word limit is of what it allows and what it doesn't allow. Well, if you say something like, please hide your children, hide your kids, hide your wife. If you say something like, this is fucking amazing, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> But if you use something like jolly or bloody or other British euphemisms, I think you're fine. I think you're going to be fine. Fair enough. In other news, what else have we got to say? Really, I haven't got a sponsor for this episode. So we're just going to do a big Patreon drive to remind you all that The Fluent Show has got a Patreon where you can support us as you have been for the last 
don't know when I started it, but we've been going for about a year. So I reckon about 30 episodes have been listener supported. And that means a lot to me. It really does. We've got 44 or 45 patrons, which is 44 or 44, 44 or 45 people who care about the Fluent Show this much that they I don't know they're putting money towards it which is insane like this is so so cool this is really really cool and I love it love it very very much you too listeners viewers can support us on patreon by going to patreon.com slash fluent show don't have to do that right now and that will also get you through the hiatus through the kind of holiday period that the fluent show has got coming up where we're not going to release episodes on the usual regular sorted schedule until 2021 so we're taking a little bit of time off and i'll tell you more about that later if you can't afford patreon don't worry about it please don't worry about it at all just give us a review Lindsay. where are some places where people could review podcasts apple podcasts apple and podcasts spotify not entirely sure. Don't bother. No, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think you Google can. Google Podcasts? Yes, you could. Google Podcasts. I don't think Overcast? anybody's done that. You can't review an Overcast. You've asked me this question. I don't know the answer. Yeah, well, it's a good one to, to talk <laughs> about then, right? So Apple Podcasts. And if you can't, if you don't use Apple, uh, Google Podcasts is a place where you can review podcasts. You can also review in Stitcher. And you can review in Podchaser. Podchaser, which is sort of the IMDb of podcasts, where it's it's not an app that actually plays podcasts. It's just one that tells you a lot about podcasts and some cool lists in there. So you can go to Podchaser if you haven't got an Apple machine and you haven't got Apple podcasts. Otherwise, yeah, the world is still ruled by Apple podcasts. So either that or Patreon, lots of ways to support us. Or, or simply yeah. tell a friend. So, or simply. Write them a letter, <gasps> ring them on the phone. Yeah. Schedule a Zoom call, tell them on Facebook, tell them on Instagram stories. Yeah. Or why not take the live link that people are looking at right now and just whack it in your Facebook feed and say, come hang out with me. Come and hang out with the Fluent yeah. Show. Share us, share the message or like take a selfie on Instagram, hashtag the Fluent Show so I can find you. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Marisa says, I no, Spotify, she's tried. You, I think you can Lame. do like a thumbs up, but it's not good oh, enough. Sadly. That's not good enough. No. no. So Apple Podcasts and Podchaser are probably the best places to review us. Read every review. Love them, love them. We've had 200 ratings so far, most of which I think are very positive. Uh, so yeah, absolutely love it. Now, Lindsay, there is a segment I thought we're going to briefly bring back. And chat room, please get involved if you can. This is uh, something that we used to do on the Fluent Show. And in the prep for this, I went through pretty much the whole archive uh, and found, oh, yeah, we used to do this thing. We did it at episode 100. And it's uh -huh. called The Good, The Bad, and... The struggling. The struggling. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the bad and the struggling. Oh, copyright claim. The, the 66%. percent demonetized you there, Kirsten. <laughs> the good, the bad and the struggling. The two-thirds negative view of language learning. Yay! <laughs> and the question is simply to, to Lindsay, to me and to you, what is good, bad and where are you struggling in your languages at the moment? Lindsay, what's good? What's good is I have just 
Um, so back in May, I did language marathon on the day I was supposed to run an actual marathon. Obviously, Miss Rona had other ideas, mm-hmm. didn't happen. So I did a language marathon instead. After that, I was really inspired. I booked some italki packages for the le- for the lessons that I was like, oh, I'm actually quite good at this language. I want to keep it up. Um, and then kept them up with monthly lessons because monthly was really nice and like achievable. It is, it is. And then the summer happened. Like August was insane. We bought a new car. We started moving house. It was all up in the air. Who wow. knew what was going on? Nothing happened like language wise for that time, right? And I just started an MA, madness. Oh. And then, so the good, the good, this sounds like the bad, but there's good, right? There's a good. So the good. Chat room, is, tell us your good. <laughs> the good is that I, this week, have been able to book the rest of those lessons because I had this thought last week that, oh, wait a minute, they're going to expire soon, <laughs> those packages. I need to get them booked. So I've got lessons coming up for Indonesian and Mandarin. Um, the bad kind of tied into that is that my Guarani teacher now has exams and my Korean teacher is now busy on maternity leave. So it's, it's not bad, bad, but this was always a theme of good, bad and struggling, right? That it, it was always... Yeah, you know. it's not that bad. It's not that good. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's very fun. good. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the good and the bad. Um, struggling, I would say, oh, hmm, what would I like advice on in the chat right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me think. I'll get back to you on that. You tell me your good and bad. Okay, okay. So my good is I am enjoying hanging out with about six, seven or eight lovely Welsh ladies on Thursday nights on, no, it's not Zoom, it's Microsoft Teams. I think that's the bad already. <laughs> but my yeah. my Welsh course has started. Uh, the, they've made me order a book and the book came and on the book on the front, it says, uh, come right, blah, blah. Um, which means higher and then it says the level that apparently i am in welsh on the cefr and it's a very impressive b2 <gasps> that's <laughs> I like know. a level it's yeah i've got a level i'm like prepping for a level welsh so mm. I was, yeah that was Amazing. really good and i'm learning all this formal stuff where it's like so now i can say he will what, what will i say he will buy the tickets and usually i would just say right which is like but no i mustn't say that because apparently that means he will be buying the ticket so i have to say which is at the same time a pain and the coolest word ever because that means he will buy and she says there's a difference between he will be buying and he will buy and i think Mm. after the course i might just go i'm just gonna ignore all that because the other form is so much easier than you don't have to think about endings. <laughs> but yeah, I'm being, I'm being like schooled. I'm being told what's what in, in actual Welsh. Um, my bad is I can't keep up Chinese at the moment because I'm just doing more Welsh. Yeah. That's and again, not, not a bad, bad, but no. it's like. No, but I feel for Gia, my Chinese teacher, who gets like, mm. who seems to have such fun when I'm around. I mean, she has fun anyway, probably. <laughs> It's not like she's an old lady. Like, I make her life so much better. No. She must really miss me. <laughs> well, she acts like it, right? So it's working. Whatever emotional yeah. blackmail she uses on her students, um, it's working on me. It definitely is working on me. So I feel a bit bad, um, but I'm struggling to 
like make myself do Chinese and find the headspace. And that really is my struggle at the moment is as my advanced language steps up a game and I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying digging in um, the, the, the kind of also there coming, coming somewhere to the HSK one and it's, it's harder. Like it's, it's juggling, it's juggling. So you've yep. got your struggling. Let me read you. Or no, actually, you say you're struggling, and then I'll read you some from the chat room, and then the chat room can reply to your struggling. Yeah, I th I think I've thought of one. It's really specific. Ooh. I don't know if it's it, okay. I'll say it. Okay. So I've been doing this little like Yoruba course on memorize. Right, it's just pronunciation at the minute, and my struggling is the difference between the GB. Mm -hmm. And the P and the B sounds, oh. which I imagine is why there's a whole like bits on this in that pronunciation course. Oh. So if anyone <laughs> is learning Yoruba and knows any ways to distinguish between those sounds, that would be really helpful. I know it's very specific. Yeah. Well, if you can know how to distinguish between the B, P and G, B, G, B, G, yeah, B sounds... Yeah. And um, you've got a little special trick up your sleeve that you can convey to us in words in a chat room that limits the amount of words that you can put. <laughs> Knock yourselves out. Lindsay, here are everybody else's good, bad and struggling. Go for it. <laughs> so we have got... Um, Ah, da, 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 da. Oh, a good point from Ellie there. iTunes for Windows users still exists. You might be able to review us if you've got iTunes. It, but, you know, don't put yourself through iTunes on Windows if you don't like it. But, yeah, good point. Okay, Steven says, good, using my Croatian, Serban, Serbian, Bosnian very frequently in everyday use. Very wow. impressive. Bravo. Oh, applause sound. Hey, it's not very loud. Applause sound. Bad, moved house, no time for studying Georgian. I feel your pain. Mm -mm -mm. Not, not. Not just there, but I, yeah. yeah in she's the moving house this year. I've yeah. moved house this year. It's it's a crazy time, and struggling seeing the bad. But now the move is complete. So it's a kind of it. It's not even really a struggling. Like he, the struggle was to move in, and now the move yeah. is complete. Let yourself settle, and congratulations and welcome to your new house. Amazing. Yeah, you got to allow for things like that. You know, to just be like. It's fine. It's fine. It, yeah, and then pick back up at a pace that feels good. I was talking about this in my email today that sometimes there's this temptation of, well, I was doing this, 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 and this before, so I need to go straight back in and waste no time to this, mm -hmm. this, 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 and this again. But actually, sometimes it's much more beneficial to pick things up and fit things in into this new world that you're living in, you know? Very true. As things like that change. Very true, yeah. I agree. I agree. You're living in a whole new like house. You're living in a whole new world. And I found actually after moving house, I know we had the move house and lockdown deeply shocked. I was just remembering like at the time I would wake up at like three in the morning with a scratchy throat, which was entirely psychosomatic and um, convince myself I'd, I'd have, I'd get COVID and then mm. I'd have to self-isolate and I couldn't move. And so it, like, like I was out of it for most intellectual stuff so sorry for all the episodes in april i was out of it for most of april i was everything was much harder work so i'm glad your move is over give yourself some grace give yourself some time roll on 
into the wonderful, wonderful times ahead. Marisa also has a good, bad and struggling. Okay. Her good is co-study sessions and language exchanges with friends. Language friends, man. I know. And, and Suzanne agrees as well, saying co-study sessions have been amazing for my productivity. So we're loving mm. co-study. And uh, yeah, I'm doing one tomorrow for Language Habit Toolkit Live. It's going to be good. Um, the bad is Slavic grammar. Ooh. There's cases. Ooh, cases. Case of the cases. Case and of the cases. the struggling is Slavic vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do what can i like you do? i like the the approach there of like the struggling is the vocab as if like you can see there's a silver line and you can see there's a way out the bad the grammar just like <laughs> i got no i got no no love between the two <laughs> well you know you can acquire the grammar the, the the good thing about grammar is that it ends right i've always said that it's like true you get to a point where it's like okay i've done all of that i just need to put it into practice more and more the vocab it does keep going as difficult as it might be at and times I, I always think that with grammar you know once you've got your basics and I know case languages yeah but I, I swear to you the way I have been speaking Welsh you know this whole thing with the like bethe and preni versus pranefe like that's not the only thing that I do differently I do so much like skating by skating by skating by the line and it's just it's how we get to roll. It's fine. I don't know. Yeah. Grammar is. I think the more we hold ourselves to like really tough standards of, you know, because grammar is very black and white, the more we hold ourselves to that, the more unhappy everybody is about mm. grammar, really. Yeah. And, I, and, and the other thing is like the minute that you acquire even the first words of a language, there's a part of that that becomes a part of you and there's there's an there's a there's an element there of like not quite ownership but almost like it becomes yours in a sense and yeah. yours to to use in in ways that reflect where you're at at that time and like Does permissionness permission I suppose yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well you know this word you get to play around you get to bounce it off you get to mess up the cases whatever it's yeah. I'm I'm forever telling people in German like that the case endings we're not expecting people to be perfect with them because life's too short for anybody. Right, okay, I've got time for one more, maybe good, bad and struggling. Oh, I'm already behind my schedule. I am going to not read any more good, bad and struggling, but I love what I love what you've written in the chat room. This is really good. Oh my god, we got um this thing tells you how many people are viewing. We've got 37 people joining us live today. So hello to all of you. Hello. Amazing. I can't believe you joined us for this for this party. Lindsay, Lindsay, let me ask you some fluent show historic questions and chat room. Are you ready to quiz? We have got several layers of quizziness today. Um and the first one is actually with Sarah, who helps me sometimes organize the Fluent Show. So now I need to somehow try and see if I can get Sarah to join us in this chat. Lindsay, would you... Meanwhile, I will ask you all a question so that you're not too bored while I try and click around. Yes. Um, and I'll play you the air horn because why not? <laughs> okay. I'll take an air horn. Here's the air horn for the quiz. I should point out that I can't hear. I was going to say what you don't know noises. is she can't hear. So I'm, this is all mime. This is all just smoke and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, here is a question. This question is for episode 28. Episode 28 was with, was the first appearance of Shannon Kennedy on the podcast, who has been on the podcast a whole four times now, I believe, and who on Instagram seems to be believed to be a marathon runner, which she isn't. Instagram hint there, because I've been posting quizzes on Instagram, oh. uh, Kirsten underscore fluent, if you want to take more quizzes later. So quiz number one, episode 28. In this episode, Shannon admitted to being an extreme blank. Which is, no, <laughs> which is why she doesn't find it lonely to learn languages by herself. Oh, okay. Introvert. Ah, this was too easy, was it? It was with the end of the sentence. I got uh, it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, let me just check the answers. Da, 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 da. Oh, I think this one's why my numbers are all off. Oh, no, no. introvert. Introvert is correct. Well done. Okay, I've got harder questions. People always moan that the answers, the questions are too hard. So, okay, episode 73. This episode is a part of Fluent Show history as the first ever bilingual show. I mean, okay. not in the history of the world, but in the Fluent Show. Although, who knows? In German and English. Who was the guest? Was it Judith Meyer? Yes! <laughs> it's just chat I remember. I'm only just chat catching up with the chat room saying introvert. You're correct. Suzanne is correct. Stephen's correct. Introvert it was correct. And Judith Meyer, yeah. You remember? I remember. I remember when you were doing it and you were like, I think we're going to do it bilingual. I think it would be weird if we just did it in English. I, don't, I think, well, people, I don't, and I was like, yeah, go for it. And it worked. And now you've done loads of bilingual episodes, right? I have indeed, yeah. yeah. Including the Spanish one where Lindsay coached me very, very hard. <laughs> Lindsay coached me on my Spanish. So went, I went through the questions I was going to ask because I don't trust my Spanish really. And then I said, what if she responds and I have no idea what she's saying? What do I do? And what's your trick for that? I don't remember. Oh, what? you said just say, si, si, claro, claro. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in the show, I think you can hear me just go like, si, si, claro, si, 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 si. Ah, vale, vale, ah. <laughs> what episode is that? I want to listen to that one now. <laughs> that is, oh, it's, I, don't, I don't have a number for you, like ready, but it's the one with Tamara Marie. Uh, okay yeah yeah so we it was my bilingual spanish episode which really is her speaking spanish and me saying cc claro okay and one more question um episode 158 which input of with david peterson david peterson yeah we got it inventor of dothraki which important distinction did david need to work out before he could record the dothraki intro to the fluent show Mm. I'm going to see if I can add Sarah while you think. The Dothraki, okay, distinction, is that the word? Yes. Important distinction. 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 Huh. Is it something to do with where you're from? Mm -mm. I'm just looking in the chat notes of you telling me what to say at the start of this episode. Mm -hmm. Your name, where you're from, what language you're speaking and you're listening to. Is it something to do with the name? Do they have like an interest in naming? No. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'll let the chat room, see if we can get the chat room in. We Meanwhile, we've got Sarah with us. 
Hi. Okay. Brilliant. Don't have you on the images yet, so I need to put you. I need to put you on YouTube. Here you go. This is Sarah. Sarah, do a wave. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and we can hear you as well. <laughs> um, who who are you? Why are you here? Please introduce yourself. Um, I'm Kirsten's assistant. <laughs> and I've been for the last two years. Two uh, years, well. Two years, yeah. <laughs> Sarah is the person who will get your email if you email hello at fluentlanguage.co.uk. Um, so you can email this wonderful smiling lady. Um, and you also learn languages, right? Und du bist übrigens Deutsche. Wir sind beide Deutsche. Lindsay, did you yeah. know that? You're German? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, which languages are you learning? I'm learning English, French, Spanish, Polish and Italian. Wow. Yes, yes, a fellow polyglot. Um, Polish is my struggling. <laughs> Polish. Ah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Sarah, do you know the answer to this question? Um, Marisa says, love the episode, but don't remember. And I think, I think it was a Patreon bonus audio. So this is even trickier. So think about maybe if you were recording the intro where you say your name, where you're from, what language you're speaking, and then you're listening to the fluent show what if you translated that maybe that's a hint so the question is what important distinction did david need to work out before he could record the dothraki intro to the fluent show i don't know <laughs> you is it something to do with you yeah <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we had a whole discussion about whether you, um, he because he, he suddenly went, well, is it you? It's one listener, right? And I'm like, no. When I say when I say you, I mean people, like lots of people. I don't. I'm not making this show for one listener. I'm making this for the world, <laughs> right? But he said, but then you have to imagine people sitting around in a circle around the radio, like in the olden days. And I thought, no, 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 I don't know. But I have listened to podcasts together with Christian, so maybe some of you do. And if you're in the chat room, let me know. But yeah, just in case you're wondering, the you in the intro, when I say it, I mean it as a plural. But if you do the intro and you you mean it as a singular, that is also very welcome. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Have you ever thought about that, Lindsay, you as a fellow podcaster? Mm, yeah, and interestingly, I would think... I'm grateful for English for having the word that covers both. Because mm -hmm. obviously, like with Spanish or French, that would be something. Or you would say, would you say two or would you say vu, right? Yeah. In French, for example. Or in German. Mm. Sarah, what would we say? Yeah. Yeah. No? I would also say ear, like you guys. Mm -hmm. heard but maybe show. you're listening to the podcast with another person next to you. I think that's that's how we all listen to podcasts, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've brought Sarah onto the show because I wanted to have the pleasure for a little while of also not knowing the answers to any questions. Uh, so Sarah has brought us, hopefully in her gift bag, um, a few questions, a few quiz questions. Sarah, shall I hand over to you? Yeah, okay. Cool. 
So I have 10 questions for you. And the first one is, which language has the longest alphabet? Oh, I think I know. Okay. Is it, is it Khmer? Yes, that's correct. <gasps> How did you know? Because in 2015, I did a thing that I made up called the Language Script Challenge, where I just learned lots of alphabets. And I remembered that. Wow. <laughs> I don't okay. remember any of the alphabets or writing systems. Mm. I remember that. That's a good question. That's a good yeah. quiz, quiz question. Can you guess how many characters there are? Oh, man. Something like 63? Yeah, 74. Oh. So close. 74 characters. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I had no idea about that. And is this like today? look different or is it in if you transcribe it to latin oh no that doesn't make sense does it? no they're just yeah like individual characters like okay yeah. ah, 74 characters that's a lot to learn that's a lot to learn <laughs> okay uh next question next question um there's the idiom that's greek to me and you say that when you don't understand anything or something is a bit strange and this idiom actually exists in a lot of languages and for example in German you have das kommt mir Spanisch vor and you say this is, it looks a bit Spanish and um, most of the idioms refer to Greek, Spanish or Chinese but not the Turkish expression um, which language does it refer to? Is it Hebrew, French, Japanese or Russian? Hmm so, so when the Turkish people say that's Greek to me, is it Hebrew, French, Spanish, or Russian? Japanese or Russian? Hebrew, Japanese, Spanish, or Russian? Hebrew, Not Japanese. French, that's Japanese, and Russian. Hebrew, <laughs> <laughs> I think Hebrew is a red herring. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. See, I'm tempted to say Japanese because it's furthest away. Oh, I thought that's too far away. Maybe though. Because like yeah. kommt mir Spanish for looks Greek to me. That's quite it's, close. It's quite close. Maybe it's Russian then. And French is so dominant. Yeah, right. Okay, Russian. Is it Russian? It's French. Oh no oh. way! They say basically say I am French to the topic, and I think it's because it has something to do with um, education. With the higher edu educated people at the time, they were speaking French, and so if you didn't understand it, ah. it was kind of French. Ah, that makes sense with the Greek to me as well. I don't know why Spanish. Don't know. Don't well, know. <laughs> chat room, if you know any more, let us know. This is that's good. Okay, okay. So looks French. I'm French to this. And there's actually in other languages, for example, in Finnish, they say it's all Hebrew. So <laughs> Finnish is Hebrew. Okay. Ah, it's very interesting. That's really random. <laughs> So the next question, which country has the most official languages that are all at equal status to one another? I know this. I'm going to... Oh, oh, okay. Okay. If Lindsay gets excited, I'm just going to say it's Papua New Guinea. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Uh, is it like Indone Indonesia? No. Official. I was going to say India. My gut feeling would have been India, maybe, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, well, it's they're the, all regional, right? 
it's not the most official languages, but the most official languages that are all at equal status to one another. That's important. Hmm. I still think it's what I think it is. Okay. Right. You have your guess then. I have no idea. Okay. I think it's South Africa. Yes. Yeah. 11, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Nerd points to Lindsay. That's amazing. Thank you very much. I'll take it. (laughs) What what are the languages? Do we know? Oh, oh, chat room guessing South Africa. Oh, they're coming in. Coming in strong, man. Yeah. Michelle has got it right. Stephen's got it right. Good, Good points there. The languages are English, Zulu, Zosa, Afrikaans, Pedi, Tswana, Southern Sotho, Tsonga, Swazi, Venda, and Southern Ndebele. I don't really know how to pronounce it. Ndebele. Mingo. Mingo, of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> we have to get a Mingo thing in. Okay, right, brilliant. Okay, I'll, does Airhorn request? I'm going to play the Airhorn. You can't hear <laughs> Okay, so South Africa, 11 official languages, and they're all at the same status as each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, brilliant. Uh, next question. Okay. Which of the following languages is not a constructed language created for a book or a movie? Ooh. Nelvayu, Quenya, Lapin, Nenets. Oh. Okay, we know Quenya. That's, that's, that's Elvish. Okay, I've never heard of any of these. I'm. What's the first one? Nelvayu. Nelvayu. I... Nelvayu. I'm not Nelvayu. exactly sure on the pronunciation. One of the language. One of the episodes right. I paid attention to this today in from the archive was about fictional languages. You know, which is our episode fifty-six. Just in case anyone's interested. So okay, so we know Quen. I know Quenya. Nelvayu. I think, I think the first one must be real because Sarah said, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. And I think <laughs> oh. if you made it up, <laughs> you would, you'd have in your mind. So if, I'm, I'm process of elimination. It's not those first two. So okay, so what's the last two again? It's Don't know what that is. Nevayu, Quenya, Lapin, Nenets. And only one of them is real. I think le- only one of them is real. One of th- three of them are constructed for a movie or a book, and one of them is real. Real, real. Wow, chat rooms are at a loss as well. Yeah. The one that we could figure out was Quenya. I guess Lapine is real. Do you think? No, I think it's like a rabbit language someone made up. Huh. It's like they were speaking Lapine because they're rabbits. Okay, like Warship Down or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Let's go for the first one. What do you think, Lindsay? You were actually right about Lapine because oh. it's actually the Watership Down language. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and Quenya, as you said, is from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Nevayu is a language created by David Peterson for Doctor Strange. Oh. Oh no, I hope he, I hope he never hears this. Okay, and yeah. is actually, uh, um, sometimes it's also known as Yura is a pair of closely related languages spoken in northern Russia uh-huh. by the Nenets people. And we have the, the word English word Parker for the code. Yeah. It actually comes from Nenets. Nenets. Mm. Parker. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. This is, this is a good question. This is hard. 
Yeah, I want, didn't want to make it too easy for you. <laughs> it was tricky. <laughs> okay, the next question probably Lindsay will like because Papua New Guinea is the most linguistically diverse country in the world. How many languages are there? Well, oh no! I'll stay quiet. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Like, can I get like a number either way? If I'm ten percent close, do I get it? Uh, Nine hundred. That's really close. That's close. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't know an exact. I'm gonna guess like eight hundred and sixty-five. Yeah, I found a few different um, numbers, but it was always around eight hundred and forty. So oh, yeah, okay. I'm going to give myself that. I'm going to give myself yeah. that. <laughs> I'll give you that point. Yay! Okay, cool, cool. Okay. Oh, well, if we're keeping score, Lindsay's totally winning because, like, that's <laughs> amazing. Uh, oh, oh, chat room, chat room's coming in with, well, isn't it like 2,000, depending on your, defi depending on your definition? Oh, I don't really have a noise for, but I'm going to play this noise. <laughs> Klaxon. Dialect. Or is it dialect language? Klaxon. Dialect klaxon. Well, it sounds it sounds very different to the air horn, which I just accidentally hit. It goes like that's a dialect klaxon. Okay, so eight hundred forty, according to where we look up good information. So next question: On which continent can you hear the Mokeno language? South America, Europe, Asia, or Africa? Mokeno. If it helps, it's spelled M-O-C-H-E-N-O. M-O-C-H-E-N-O. So if it was like named by in Spanish, then you would have to say it Mocheno. I'm going to guess Asia. I just feel like the E-N-O <laughs> at the end makes me think of Spanish. So I'm going to say... But if Lindsay doesn't say Latin America... Or South America. And Lindsay usually knows. Okay, well she's no. shaking her. So I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna go for South America. It's Europe. It's <gasps> Europe. Okay, no, it's uh, actually a variety of Upper German. Nah. It's spoken in three towns in the Mokeni Valley in Trentino, Italy. Oh. It has about sixteen hundred speakers. It's closely related to Bavarian. Although I, I listened to some uh, of it and I couldn't understand it. <laughs> In German, it's called Fersentalerisch. Fersentalerisch. Ah, Fersen, like foot? Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Like foot, foot, soul, Ferse. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. No, that makes sense then with the, like, because the, again, with the CH, giving it that sound, the curse sound mm -hmm. rather than the. Sure sounds. I didn't follow through with my thinking there. Yeah, well, I, I could also be a little bit wrong about the pronunciation. Again. Oh, is <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving <laughs> on. So we come to a Polish word. Uh, lunatic. What does that mean? Does that mean possessed, half moon, sleepwalker, or curved? Ah. Uh, is this where we get the English word lunatic? Or is that going to give the... Mm, yeah, okay, I see well, your poker face. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so lunatic is someone that has got Luna, right? And Luna is the moon. So there's definitely a moon connection. 
But if it's curved, then it can also be the moon, you know, like a crescent moon. Mm. And possessed, it's like like howling at the moon. So that's also moon related. So we have possessed, curved. What was the other two? Half moon and sleepwalker. Okay, half moon and sleep. Oh, okay, so they're all... Sleepwalker. I'm going to guess sleepwalker. Lunatic. Yeah, maybe tick means sleep or walk or action. Like moon. Can you give me an action. example sentence in Polish? Not that I understand Polish, but maybe I can work it out. Not really. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with curved shape. Because why not? Lindsay is right. Ah! Oh! <laughs> it's, uh, it comes from Latin. And in Polish text, it was used as early as the beginning of the 16th century. But lunaticus was called also the possessed. So it's a bit of everything. Interesting. People wow. would sleepwalk and they think possess. Sleepwalk. Maybe possessed right by sleep or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Right. I'm okay, gonna, I'm going to quietly start preparing our next guest because I like, God, she made a schedule and you know what I'm like with a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, um, yeah, give us a question. It's good. What does the word buffalo in the English language mean when it's not an animal or a city, but a verb? Oh. Is it? Oh. oh, this is the thing with the buffalo, 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 buffalo. buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. buffalo. Exactly. exactly. It's either to eat, to joke. To hunt or to bully? To bully, to bully. Kirsten? To eat, to... Yes, I'm also going to go with that. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. So basically the, the sentence is the bu buffaloes from buffalo, who bu uh, bully the buffaloes from buffalo, bully the buffaloes from buffalo. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Is there a way that we can combine that sentence with... Like, had, 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 I don't know. Okay. Well, chat room, if you know what the had, 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 let us, be good. Yeah. Oh, we've got a few people popping in, by the way, saying uh, very happy 200th. We're having a good time, aren't we? Hey. Yeah. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Elijah. How lovely. Yes. Okay. Uh, we, got, we got more questions to go, right? Two questions. Cool. Two questions. Let's okay. What is cryptophagia? Hmm. Cryptophagia. It's when okay, so aphasia is when you had a stroke and you don't have language anymore and you say the wrong word. So you say like, oh, just fetch me the and then instead of welly boots you say kettle or something. So that's aphasia. So it's something to do with word choices, maybe. And then cryptophagia. Crypto is when you in when you encrypt something. Something. So, is it when you say code words? It goes a little bit in the direction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting Close, that. but no cigar. Crypto? I mean, you... Uh, right? what, what does crypto mean? 
is it yeah like kind of like code or like coded. hidden yeah crack the code is it when you speak in code well it's not not exactly code okay but you, you basically it goes in the direction of a secret crypto means secret okay so does cryptophagia mean when you've forgotten your password <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> Cryptophagia is a phenomenon of a language developed by twins that only the two children can understand. What? That's awesome! And I think it's about 50% of twin twins develop such kinds of uh, languages. And most of the time it goes away when they start school. Um, yeah, And it's I think because they're also on the same level in their development, so it's easy for them to, to be on the same page about the language. I always wanted a twin. <laughs> By the time you're old enough to want a twin, it's far too late. That's very true. Yeah. That's very, I mean, that's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Michelle is saying like, yeah, when, la when a language develops by twins. So chat room new, chat room new. Mm -hmm. This is clever. Ah. Oh. <laughs> not when you've forgotten your password fair enough oh oh and we've got okay i'm gonna put this on the screen for a minute james while john had 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 a better effect on the teacher that's it yeah so can we put that with the buffalo sentence is there a way they fit together <laughs> that would be a linguistic magic wouldn't it that would be linguistic so. buffalo buffalo had 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 2021 next language event that's, that's what my badge is i'm not going to put flags languages none of that let's just face it like, the next buffalo, lockdown's buffalo, coming buffalo. <laughs> you're all better stay in shelter in place and buffalo had 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 buffalo <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see where we end up all right okay okay we've got one question to go let's go what do pashto speakers say when they hear someone sneeze is it patience it's the truth recover or sorry Ooh. I'm going to say it's the truth because I feel like I've heard variations of the others and it's the truth sounds quite charming. I feel like sometimes when someone sneezes in English, people say, excuse you. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Have you oh. never heard that? No. Oh, excuse you. It's yeah, it's not so polite in English, but it exists. And I know I had a teacher who, when you sneezed, he basically said you should apologize. Like the only thing that is permissible is that you apologize for your interruption. He was a bit of a <laughs> can't say the word, but you know. Um, so really, he wanted just like the only thing you do is apologize for your interruption. Nobody should say like Gesundheit or whatever they say because you've just like done a rude thing pretty much. No, no, so I'm can't kinda... help sneezing. If I sneeze and someone doesn't say bless you, I say, oh, bless me. Bless myself. <laughs> I'm not religious. But excuse you, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, not excuse me, but just bless, oh, bless me. Mm. Well, Elizabeth says it's the truth. Um, mm. Michelle says patience. I'm going to go with sorry. It's patience. Ah, but patience. the other ones uh, exist too. It's the truth. It, it's the tr truth um, is said in Marathi. 
Right. And yeah. uh, Recover is uh, in Luganda. Oh, okay. And uh, in Yoruba and Igbo, it's Sorry. Oh, okay. So someone so says other sorry. other languages, it exists too. I love that. I love what you say when you sneeze, what you say when you um, cough, hiccup, yeah. all of those little things. I love learning those. Really, you're making me, you're like, I'm, I'm going to hiccup or something. It's like the more people talk, Yawn. you know, when people talk about yawning. Yeah, so apologies in advance. <laughs> ah, yeah. So a lot of people say like, yeah, so it's the truth. So when you sneeze, you don't lie. <laughs> You're not crypto speaking. <laughs> okay. Um, Sarah, did you keep a score? No. Not really. Not really. Which means <laughs> I win. <laughs> I think in the chat it was, um, was Michelle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Michelle knows a lot. Yeah. Good answer. So. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to ask you one more question before I swap guests. Um, which is from the Fluent Show archives, because I've got so many. Okay, so this is, I believe we've got a chat room attendee here. Um, episode 60 with Chris Broholm. So it's um, an episode, the first time I think with Chris Broholm. Um, when I asked Chris to send me an interesting fact about himself, he sent me 13 interesting facts about him, <laughs> which are just Love amazing. That. So then I... As I do, because I'm a fair person, I just did a random.org because <laughs> I love random.org. And this is the fact that, you know, the world wants, the universe wants you to know about Chris. Which embarrassing mistake did Chris make as a teenager once while trying to read the word contraption? Oh, okay. Oh, that's an easy one. It's got to be contraception, right? Contraption, contraception. Sarah, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in Germany, there's a thing that w when I was a teenager, we had a similar thing. Organism. Or, oh, yeah. In the science lessons. Yeah, that works in German too. Orgasmus and Organismus. Yeah. Mm, yeah, this is, this is the same level. See, Lindsay's, Lindsay's on a level here with the, the, teenage, the teenage mind. Because <laughs> you're right. Yes, it's contraception. <laughs> Lindsay's got it right. Suzanne got it right. Woo! Contraception. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so thank you very much, Chris, for participating and volunteering this fun fact about you. <laughs> okay. Sarah, I'm going to say thank you very much. And we're going to bring on Megan as the next guest. But because I'm worried that the stream will break, I think we're going to swap guests around. So thank mm -hmm. you so much for coming along and preparing some quiz questions for us. Thank you for playing. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know if I need to remove Sarah from the chat, actually. Sarah, you need to hang up, I believe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're using Skype. It's, a, it's not a secret. <laughs> okay. Let me see if I can connect to Megan. I'm just not going to press any buttons. I'm just going to wait, hang out, see what happens. I know. I, I think I need to get her username. Okay, let me ask you more questions then um, to bridge, to bridge, bridge, bridge. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. This is a tough one. You got to be, you got to be a fluent show nut for this one. Uh, episode 136. This was the episode with Paul K. Do you remember Paul K? Uh-huh. 
Yes, um, Paul Kay is a professional translator who used to be a journalist. He applied for his job at the EU translation unit commission thing with an Eastern European language. Which one is it? Mm. You mean like the application was in the language or the interview was in the language? No, you have to, when you apply to be a translator, you got to say what languages you're going to translate. So it's that. Okay, got it, got it. Um, I'm going to just random guess mm-hmm. Polish. <sighs> Chat room, what Czech. do you think? Does anyone remember? Slovak. Uh, Serbian. Croatian. <laughs> Macedonian. <laughs> you, okay, okay. Out of all those, you got the right one now. Hey, I'm going to settle on Serbian. It was. Oh, no, no. Okay, so Chris is guessing Polish. It wasn't Polish. It wasn't Polish, chat room. It was Slovak. It was Slovak. Yes, because I think he used to live in Bratislava. Right, so I've got. Make its username. Invite to Skype. Why does it do stupid things like that? Okay, more questions while technical issues are resolved. Yes. I think. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh. Okay, there's, there's even cleverer things that this can do. Uh, okay, episode, let's do. Hmm. I don't know, this is fairly easy. Okay, so you're going to have to let the, the chat room guess a little bit because I think okay. you'll remember this and you know me really well, so you'll remember this. Which glorious episode 145, Indigenous Languages? Okay. You were there, remember? Okay. Sort of remember. Which yeah. glorious, glorious pop star referred to English as the little tongue sparking a discussion for this episode? Okay. Well, I'm going to assume <laughs> I'm going to take a wild guess based on the fact that you said glorious pop star. Glorious. It's, um, Hero. Jarvis Cocker. Ooh, referring to English as the little tongue. That's a good guess. Okay. Let me see now. No. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait for the chat room because there's a bit of a delay, so I have to wait for a second yeah. for the chat room to come in. Let's try. And meanwhile, I'm trying to send a link to Megan because we're still trying to make Skype do the thing that we want it to do. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I think it's worked. Yeah? Ooh. Oh, people, people still get it. Oh, sh- amazing. Suzanne got it straight away. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Shakira. Glorious pop star. If I say it's a, it's a glorious pop star, it's the best. It's the best of the best. It's my man. Can I say my man? I don't know. I just did. Yeah. Uh, come on. Who would say? I don't want to speak in a little tongue. I speak in my own. Like, he sings in his own version of English. He speaks in, you know. Not Jarvis Cocker. No. No. Who's the other guy? The Dutty, Dutty, Dutty Rhymes. Oh, Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. My man. My hero. <laughs> this must be very. Uh, we have, what a time to join. What a time <laughs> to join. <laughs> the look of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Do we have. Do we have. Oh, we have a Megan. <laughs> Can we hear you? You have to say, you have to say something now. No, we can't hear it. We're going to have to ask more quiz questions about Sean Paul. Uh, 
Oh, check all your check all your audio entry and outro. Ah. <laughs> Shauna Paul. I do remember now because it was he was talking about how he'd been disadvantaged for using patois in his songs. But this was at a time when like reggaeton was coming big. So okay, well hang on, just say we can yeah, see Megan. We can't hear her yet. No, no, we can't hear you yet. <laughs> when we can hear you, we'll let you know. <laughs> I guess. Maybe this is the moment we bring sign language into the podcast. Yeah. Trust <laughs> us, it's not an unmute mute issue. It is 100% not. Um, Skype, audio, video, oh, setting. Okay, oh, okay. Can here you she hear me is. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Next. <laughs> Chris in the chat room saying lip reading 101. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's true. God, imagine if she joined with like a face mask on. Mm. Yeah, 2020. Uh, Where are you joining us from, Megan? I am joining you from Denver, Colorado. We had to go a little bit international. And you are? I, I am... I am bad at introductions, always, <laughs> all the time. I, I'm I'm Megan from from podcasts. From podcasts. <laughs> from podcasts. I do I am on three different podcasts no and I can't introduce myself on any of them. Not even my own one. It's just like, hi, I'm Megan. I do podcasts on internet. <laughs> <laughs> so Megan is <laughs> Someone I met last year <laughs> in Florida, in Orlando, at Podcast Movement. So we we went there and we were like just like learning about podcasting and all that kind of stuff. And she hosts, I didn't even know, like blah, blah, blah. So many, but at the time, I think it was just one podcast. So I know you for the one podcast <laughs> you used to multiply. host, which isn't even a language <laughs> podcast, but she promised she'd bring language questions. So she's in, she's yes. in on the party. She's joining us. Um, yes. Uh, Megan is someone I met in a room somewhere in Florida and... <laughs> Um, yes, I, uh, and we hang my out. Main, my, uh, my main show is Oh No Lick Class, which is a podcast all about classic literature and all of the, uh, filthy ding dong jokes inherent therein. It's like spark notes and cliff notes. If you could listen to it and it, it said cusses at you a lot. Um, <laughs> And so I have I have come to you today with questions about bo- about language, with a with a classic literature twist, um, and m- they are mostly behaved. Only the last one is filthy. Ooh. Well, I did <laughs> say ready. the f word already. We normally don't swear on the show, but I guess all rules are out the window. Oh no! I, they, I was going to behave. Good. I was going good. To, it was absolutely good. There are no cusses in okay. any of the questions. Awesome. Okay. Um, oh, and also, obviously, the obligatory congratulations on 200 episodes. Thank you. <laughs> still here, still going. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> that's that's so awesome. That's so great. I, I can only hope. It's so for, much work. <laughs> I, I have to assume some someone is going to stop me and my co-host before we reach that point. Someone is going to be like, no. Uh, truth is no one ever stops you they just 
I don't know. Then they turn up when you do a live stream and then you've got people in your live stream and they quiz with you. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, just uh, in case you haven't caught the name, it is, oh no, Lit Class. And yes, lit Class the, the, is American for when you have to read. Is it like, oh no, compulsory reading? Yeah, it's, it's oh, no, oh no, lit, lit class. Lit, lit, just it's short for literature class. Um, yeah, because we say lit. Been really long podcast title. True. <laughs> we would say English lit and English lang. Well, probably just English over here, like English and English lit. Yeah, I mean, because we have regular just like English class. Um, I don't know. It's language. It's regional. Yeah, it's regional. Yeah. Even in the U.S., because sometimes it's like language arts. It really just kind of depends on what school you're going to. Words are weird. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's we know. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. We got a show about that. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Hit us with your questions. You got three? Yes, I have three. Okay. Um, I, I tuned in. I've been watching for like the past ten to fifteen minutes, and I'm realizing this first one. I mean, it was going to be easy anyway, but okay. <laughs> it's a real softball. <laughs> well, we, I Ready. think we can use that after all the Papua New Guinea and is this word from the Russian minority language or, is, yeah, etc. Okay. Um, okay. Now I'm wondering if I should pull the stream up so I could see, like, the, the chat. I turned it off because it was, like, on a delay and uh. there was noise and... I got ADHD real bad and a lot of sounds were happening. Oh, don't worry. Ignore the chat. I'll read it out to you. <laughs> okay. Um, so, of course, the first question is, what is a Bildungsroman? Oh, what's a Bildungsroman? What is a building? Yes. Oh. I'm, I'm going to say everything with, you know, uh, with my with a dumb American accent that don't that don't work no good. There's a there's a quote from um, the movie The Fifth Element that I love a lot, where Bruce Willis says, "I speak two languages, English and bad English." <laughs> <laughs> look, I, look, we're I, here I for it. Like we're I here can't for laugh it. at that. I feel like I'm not allowed. No, because we don't. We've got accent amnesty. Literally, any accent is a good accent. Your accent is your accent. Um, and I could give you a whole rant about idiolects, but let's not go there. Okay, so what is a Bildungsroman? This is harder than you think, Megan. I, I mean, I, I can... I, okay, I, I, Lindsay, can uh, you work out the individual words? Yes. Okay. So, roman, like, I'm thinking novel. Yeah, roman is a novel. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So then a Bildungsroman, is this like a novel house, like a library? Is it library? Or is it like oh. a reading room? Okay, okay, so, oh, well, you're thinking, great. you guys are going to overthink You're it. thinking about building, well, I'm, I'm German, so I understand the word words, right, so it's an education novel, but it's not an education novel, what do you call it when you've got, oh, oh, Suzanne's got it, okay, what do you call it when you've got a story and someone's growing as a human and getting an education as part of the story, when they're like uh. not as... Not as dumb as they used to be at the start, right? Am I right? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, I really like that definition of it. They're not as dumb as they used to be at the start. Hmm. I, like a, I mean, that's technically correct, yes. I'm thinking okay. of the film An Education, which is that type of thing, which is, a, I guess, a Bildungsfilm. I mean, yes, technically. God, that's a really depressing example. Usually, um, it would cover more... Uh, ground than in, than in that particular instance. Um, so, 
Like atonement? Yeah, I guess atonement would be... I can't um, think of ones that aren't rapey, I think. Yeah, atonement would be a really good example of a building as Roman, yes. Okay, and Suzanne in the chat says coming of age, which I think is what they call it in English, right? A coming of age story. Absolutely, a coming of age story. Coming of age story, and she (laughs) names David Copperfield because she is well-read and educated, unlike the rest of the future. Yes, well-read. I didn't read the Um, book. I watched the film with Dr. Tell. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I, I have not actually read that one either. The Dev Patel movie is so good. Oh, good. I just Love watched it like a, a couple weeks ago. I mean, like if we if we could get distracted and just objectify Dev Patel real quick. <laughs> well, that's what the Lion film is for. Because let's just ignore everything else in the Lion film. <laughs> But guy. no, that was a that was a really good movie. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, so a literary genre characterized by the moral and psychological growth of the main character, typically a coming-of-age novel. Classic examples include To Kill a Mockingbird, Jane Eyre, and the original Star Wars trilogy. Oh. <laughs> there you go. You talk about Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's coming back. <laughs> 30th of October, season two. Megan, important question Perhaps here. Maybe Yoda will go on a Buildings Roman journey. <laughs> that's what I want to see. If that's not the plot of season two, I'm out. So, uh, Megan, important question here from Lindsay, on behalf of Lindsay. Lindsay didn't ask this, but Lindsay wants to know. Is or is not <laughs> Mean Girls a Buildings Roman? <laughs> It, 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 I don't know. Maybe it is for Regina George. Uh, maybe. I mean, because she like, starts out not I, dumb, I, but then she goes get, dumb. Because I, I get, I, for my personal classification, I feel like it has to encompass like a fairly wide span of time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they have to, I feel like they have to grow. Hmm. Um, Although I did just include the Star Wars trilogy and Luke doesn't really get all that much older, but he does undergo like a lot of experience. He does lose a hand, but then again, Regina George does get hit by a bus. So the argument could potentially be made. Yeah, one can't beat the other, right? Yeah. Those two. Buildings I mean, film. It, if, if you include Mean Girls, then that just includes every teen movie, which is like sometimes just the span of a week, right? And sometimes but, it could be coming of age, and sometimes it could just be dumb stuff happening at high school. This so is it's true. kind of. <laughs> Which is where we come. Okay, the world is a building for a man. Okay, so that was your first question. Okay, that was the softball, yeah? Yeah. Soft, okay. Oh, <laughs> Brilliant. Looking forward to question two. Oh, you guys, you guys did great. Okay. Um, do that. That was question number two. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> chat, do your best. <laughs> uh, do we know the origin of the word malapropism? Malapropism. Where do we get that word? Do we know where it comes from? Um, malapropism is a that incorrect word in place of a word with a similar sound resulting in a nonsensical, uh, often humorous utterance. For example, to dance a flamingo as opposed to a flamenco, or my uh, my personal favorite, for all intents and porpoises. <laughs> That's a fun one. I like this word that I've just learned. Malapropism. Malapropism. Okay. 
Okay, I'm going to go hard on French because it starts with mal. I'm going to go Latin further back. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, we're going to double hard. Okay, we've got chat room. Stephen's going Latin. Uh, mm. Michelle is going Greek. Team Euro 1 versus Team Euro 2. It's not going to be Greek, I don't think. If, if it starts mal. with mal, mal means bad. Like malady. Malady. Malad. I think that's Latin. I think that's Latin. Elbow this, says is, this, is, this is a very mean question. Okay, mal. Oh, old Latin. Vulgar Latin. <laughs> proto, Latin. okay. Proto Indo European. <laughs> Boom. It's always pro- proto Indo European. Okay, this is a very mean trick question. <laughs> She's going to oh. say, like, it's English, dummies. An academic invented it in the 80s. Um, no, it's actually from a 1775 play called The Rivals, uh, written by an Irish playwright and poet Richard Brinsley Sheridan. Sheridan. Oh. It's a... Yes. Mm. It, it was a character. Her name was Mrs. Malaprop. Oh, um, crumbs. I've heard of that. Yes. And she would just say things, um... Like, she has this very famous quote where she would say, he's the very pineapple of success. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, the very, like, the first recorded use of her name as an adjective, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, was by George Eliot, uh, that she had a character say, oh, Mr. Luz is sending what a, a malapropian friend once called a missile to Sarah, who was a character. So she adopted it as an adjective from this character who was in a play. So it actually doesn't like come from a word. It was just this character who was invented, Mrs. Malaprop, who just used words bad and we turned it into a phrase for when people do stuff like say for all intents and purposes. That's cool. That's I like good. that. I lot. like that a lot. I like that a lot. Which is all really good uses of the malaprism prism because sometimes isn't this a thing where you you're in management meetings and people say stupid stuff in management meetings and they like in German okay, I can only think of German. In German a first name um, for a man can be Emil and so people would be like oh send me an Emil later and they're trying to be cute and it is <laughs> infuriating <laughs> that sounds so obnoxious it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but would probably fit that bill right okay I think okay, so got yeah, it. I, don't yeah. Know, I don't know I don't know enough about German <laughs> It's all right. You got the books. We got the languages. This is working. Yeah. See, I'm I'm sticking I'm sticking to my theme. I was trying really hard. I'm like, like I can do this. It's amazing. (laughs) She found out that she had to do this yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) This is excellent. Okay, one more question. Give us one more question, and then we shall release you from your duties. No, I'm I'm having fun. I could just stay forever. <laughs> it's my stream now. No. <laughs> um, okay. This, this, this is the horny one. Oh, I've forgotten. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, this, this would not, this would not be a true Ona with class drop in. Um, 
without without some dirty humor and without the, the the best bard, your friend and mine, the man, the myth, the legend, um, Sean Paul. In what? Pl- hmm? Not Sean Paul. <laughs> I'm assuming Shakespeare. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes, okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Legit. Uh, fair when, enough. In, in when what play did my boy? Big Willie Shakespeare, as we refer to him on our show, um, coined the most memorable phrase, the beast with two backs. Ooh, sexy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Explicit writing. Uh, I, am, I am counting this as a language question, even though it really is just asking what play did this come from? I've decided this is a language question because the the beast with two backs is a real good phrase and the answer does involve some languageness to it. True that. All right, okay. So, I mean, there's a load of plays, right? So if I just say a load of Shakespeare plays, then I'll get the right one. (laughs) Henry VIII, Henry VII, Henry V, Henry IV, Henry I, Henry II, Henry William the something, Tempest, someone said Tempest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> Henry, Henry, Richard, chat, chat room Richard. says Tempest. Chat room says Othello. Uh, no, uh, oh, who said Othello in the chat room? Oh, Suzanne says Othello. Suzanne is well read, man. Suzanne, chat props to Suzanne. Oh, so that's that's Does, right. Okay, extra bonus points. Suzanne, who said it in Othello? Oh, Suzanne, who said it in Othello? Ooh. Is there a character in Othello called Desdemona, or did my drama play version of Othello lie to me? No, there is a character in Othello named Desdemona. Desdemona, that's all I can remember. But she did not. She didn't, she didn't say, say it. it. That she, was no, my she, one she, shot. Was, she was a participant, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know why we're char- so prim and proper. Desdemona. Is Othello a character? Othello's a dude. Othello's, yes, so Othello's a black dude, right? Othello's a character in Othello. <laughs> I, okay. Isn't that right? Yeah. I didn't do Othello at school. I didn't do I know I could have done it in later life, but I've been busy learning languages. So Stephen says, is it Iago? And yes. Ellie says Othello, and I don't know whether she was referring to the play or the character. Uh, it, is, it is Iago. Iago. It is the scheming villain and evil Disney parrot namesake, Iago. <laughs> oh, Suzanne also um, said Iago. Says, Congratulations. <laughs> we got clever people listening. This is great. Um, um, Lindsay, I would recommend, you know, since you, you, you did not have the time to um, to read these Shakespeare plays, if you listen to Ono oh Licklass, we do it for you. <laughs> nice. That sounds good. That's, see, this is the thing. We did Romeo and Juliet. We watched Leonardo DiCaprio a lot. Ooh, and that ooh, was you would, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> considered an education. <laughs> and, and and that was and we did Twelfth Night and that was about it. That was the limit. Oh, so, Twelfth Night's a fun one. Yeah. I I did enjoy that. Oh. So um it is a fellow. Uh, so while the earliest known occurrence for the euphemism of uh, the title of a very popular Marvin Gay song. <laughs> Let's get it on. Um, is in uh, Rabelais. Heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately tried to think of Okay, let's get it. Let's get it on. Yeah, um, it's in uh, Rabelais' Gargantua and Pantagruel, which uh, that's in 1532. 
and I had to read that also in my freshman uh, English class. Um, and there it's the phrase, oh God, I'm going to butcher it. Uh, la bête de deux. Ah, uh, la bête au deux dos. Yes. Thank God, thank God there's someone else do that. So um, don't recommend reading Gargantua and, and Pantagruel. Um, it's... I mean, it's it's very uh, it's also very horny, but it's also it's so boring. It's so <laughs> it's like that. It's, it's so. Oh. I mean, maybe it's because it tra- it's a translation. Yeah. I mean, I did not I did not read it in the original French, so the fact that it's a translation might have to do with why my uh, I did not enjoy it. Maybe reading it in the original French is a lot more fun. Maybe, maybe. it's because maybe I was not. nineteen. I mm. don't know. I have yet to <laughs> enjoy French classic literature. And I've read at least two. <laughs> we read what? What is the little, little young boy very naive? Petit Voltaire? No, no, not the oh. flipping little prince <laughs> get in the sea. Oh, I, I'm sorry, chat room. There you go. I don't like the little prince. Mostly because uh, it's overrated. How could it not be overrated? Prince. I know, yeah, yeah, it's oh, cute, yeah, lovely. But he's so little. Yeah, yeah, and so principal. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's and so, so small. <laughs> How did you not like him when he's so little? <laughs> it's, I am, oh, 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 I've got, okay, I have a quiz question that I think Megan might enjoy. Um, oh. I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back. It's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit uh, fluent show in, fluent show in, in, in crowd, I guess. Um, Hang on, let me find it. Let me find it. Oh, here, while you're while you're looking for it, um, so that was the first uh, recorded, like known occurrence of that that euphemism for you know uh, doing it. Yeah. But that was translated into English until 1693. Um, but Othello was written in 1603. So Big Willie wins for the first uh, known occurrence of that phrase in English. Um, quote, I am one, sir, that comes to tell you your daughter and the moor are now making the beast with two backs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is proper, like, um, that's like, I remember, you know the Taylor Swift lyric that in her new album where she says, you heard the rumors from Ines, you can't believe a word she, word she says. <laughs> it's like a bit of an Ines, isn't it? They're like, Iago, he's a bit of a stirrer. Shakespeare did great. Shakespeare is so great. There's another one. Um, oh, God, it's so bad. It's from uh, Titus Andronicus, which is an absolutely bonkers play. It is completely insane. Uh, people don't even like attributing it to him. It's like uh, it's like if Eli Roth wrote a Shakespeare play, uh, but there's a great character in it uh, named Aaron, and uh, he... Um, he ha- he he also does the the beast with two backs to a character's mother, uh, and the character and Aaron is a very bad man. Um, but it is it is consensual. He doesn't do that bad, that bad thing. Um, but the the character uh, son says like, "You foul villain! You have undone our mother!" And he goes, "Nay, I have done thy mother." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Shakespeare. Uh, this is Shakespeare. Oh gosh, oh, is that where that comes from? Kirsten, yeah. One day, yeah. Come and visit me, Megan. You're invited to, and I will take you to Stratford upon Avon 
and you can see Shakespeare's house. I've been, Lindsay. I've been. Oh. Oh. Well, Megan. I want to see Shakespeare's house. I'd love to see Shakespeare's It's good stuff. Yeah, they, they dress yeah. up in period costumes and show you around. It's very cool. It is worth a trip. Is that near you, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's not far. Oh, that's, that's so cool. Mm. Yeah. And I want to visit where Lindsay lives for the Bletchley, Bletchley Park. Bletchley Park. Mm. Do you know about that, Mary? Oh, yeah. I, I have never been out of this nightmare country, so <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> Bletchley Park. Well, we're, we're sailing ever closer to the USA, you know, with Brexit and stuff. So one day you'll be able to just walk. I think that's the point. <laughs> we're just supposed to float away. That's, that that is how is that, that works. Yeah. That's how Brexit's anyway, going to work. Bletchley Park is, is where the code breakers were during the war and they cracked the the German code that was being used and they basically figured out what they were all saying to each other and won the war through what was going on like five minutes down the road. And it's also where Alan Turing mm-hmm. was based at creating computers and stuff. So if you've seen the film, The Imitation Game with mm-hmm. um, Benedict, what's his name? Benedict. Brim- Brimley Patch, Cabbage Patch. Yeah. But that's the one. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Him. Then that is, there too that's there yeah ah bonus literature fact that you just reminded me of um during world war ii want to say um so uh another one of the things that uh the germans were using as a codex was the 1932 novel rebecca by uh daphne du maurier daphne du maurier oh i love that novel we love it. Using, we, the Germans were using it as a code. Wow. God, that's like crypto something, but not the cryptophagia that the no, twins. Yeah, no, 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 not no, not, no I was watching that part. Of uh, yeah, part. Oh, Rebecca. I think we. You know what? We Germans. I don't want to speak for you know. I don't know about the Nazis, but you know, we Germans. We love a crime novel. We love. We love. We love a good crime mystery. And I know that Rebecca isn't a crime mystery, but you do kind of read it like a crime mystery. It absolutely has those elements. Yeah, yeah. It's got that kind of, it's got a bit of a locked room type of thing. And God, I loved it. Yeah, no, that's great. Okay, let me ask you my quiz question before I, before I wrap up this show. I mean, you guys keep the live stream going if you want. I've got to go and do my tea. Okay, so episode 25. We're going all the way back. Episode 25. Did you know Lindsay, Lindsay Dow? Because this was when we had, let me just play. You can't hear this now. It's the old jazzy music. I don't know if anybody remembers the old jazzy music that we had in the podcast. Welcome to the Creative Language Learning Podcast with Kirsten Hammers and Lindsay Dow. Right, I think you were, I was Kirsten Cable then, but you were still Lindsay Dow. Because Megan, in the time that we've been hosts of this show, we've both got married and changed our names. So <laughs> we've got a whole different like name. 200 episodes is a long time. That is a long, it, you know, we, the first Fluent show, I noticed, this is my fun facts funish oh no my cat my cat's getting upset with right. me. if yours if mine doesn't do it yours will <laughs> the flu and show started on 11th of october 2013 so nearly exactly seven years ago oh. that's when like at least in my hosting machine that's where the, that's the date of the first episode and the first episode with Lindsay was 13th october magic right 2014 and by the time we were four minutes in, she identified herself as a bit of a dabbler <laughs> in really? languages. Yes. 
Sounds about right. <laughs> it sounds about right. We talked about doubling so, so much. And by episode 20, we'd had a conversation about language versus dialect. <laughs> I don't know why we're still here making these episodes because we're old hands at this. We've all done this so many times. Okay, let me go back to my question question. Episode 25 with Lindsay Dow saw the emergence of one of my book-related pet peeves. Pet hate, they call them in America, I think, my pet, pet peeve. Yeah, they're pet peeves here, Tip. So you think, think language learning context here. What is a thing that Kirsten can sometimes get a bit ranty or cross about? Book-related mm. and language learning related. Very politely ranty, obviously. I don't know. I don't know. What's the thing that everybody always does when they're learning a language? Not everybody. I mean, you know, chat room. Is Not you, when, you're clever. Is it when the book is like a businessman and his housewife? Oh, oh no, no. But that's also annoying. Is that, this okay. is like when you've got the textbook <laughs> and then it's like, ah, is that your daughter? She's pretty. And you have to say it in Chinese and you have to say it. And it's just like this sexist crap. No, 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 not that. <laughs> No, it's when, okay, when you kind of get to the level where you wanted to read a novel and you wanted to read some, um, oh, Suzanne has a guest, dog it pages, no? You know, you wanted to read in a language and you're finding yourself some fancy literature and you're like, oh, I can handle this story. What is the thing that everybody seems to pick up in their target language? And they're like, I'm reading this in my target language. It's like the Duolingo of literature. Okay. I, I know the answer. Yeah. Can I give Megan some clues? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, please. I think it's okay. that. Okay, I can tell you why, I'm, another, why it bothers me. Another classic Brit, but fictional, mm-hmm. um, has some round Very sex-free. And a lightning scar. Okay. So, this up for something about Harry Potter. That is yeah, it. What about, what about Harry Potter? All right, so when, when you're learning French or whatever, say you're learning French, it's like, yeah, Marisa's got like Harry Potter. Everyone's like, Harry Potter? What? What are you on about? Okay, um, so when you're learning French I, or whatever, and you're thinking, okay, right, I'm, I can handle this. I'm going to read a book, right? I'm, gonna, I'm learning no, French because I'm no, so curious about the French no, people I'm, and I'm, their I'm, culture. No, especially not French. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's say German. Okay, so you're like, I'm, you know, I'm I, learning German I was, because I want to know about... ruined by French <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. De- I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to derail you. I just I've had, I was I was traumatized by French because speaking French and reading French is like is is like learning how to bike on a road and then uh, being thrown on your bicycle out of a plane down a mountain. Do you know? I think you've just defined why we're all here and why we love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we agree, but well, I agree, but I'm kind of into it. <laughs> into their own, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so when you're re- when you're say learning French and you're learning French because you're curious about like let's say France, whatever, um, and you want to just like you're interested in Paris because you know, I don't know you you go in for the next I'm going for the most next obvious thing here, and this is like this is your passion, right? So. So why on earth would you read like like this? Is that the only thing that you can read in your target language? Is a book about a British boy going to a British boarding school doing British things? Mm-hmm. You know, but also if a lot of magic, yeah, like, no, I, don't need I to mean know the, the magic thing don't bother me so much. But like, 
like what if I'm gonna go to France and I need <laughs> I need to know how to defeat Voldemort while I'm there <laughs> I mean I have not finished Harry Potter because I got you know bored by about you know when the books started getting really long and then it's like this is part one of the book that has a million pages and I was like yeah cool have I'll, you seen the films no nah, not all of not them. with Death Patel Death Patel is in Harry Potter. Not with Death Patel. Okay, okay, okay. Not with Death. No. Why bother? So I don't actually know if Megan goes to France whether Voldemort would attack her, because I don't know if Voldemort or Harry Potter dies at the end. It's a bit of a Buffy and Dawn situation where one of them has to die, right? Wait, hang on. You don't know who dies at the end of Harry Potter? No, I guess Harry does Potter. It, does, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna wildly guess because it's a children's book that Harry Potter doesn't die. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> You've yeah, just given me a huge spoiler. I don't know. It could end in like the death of Harry Potter. That'd be pretty grim. I mean, I'd yeah. give her props for that. It kind of... Uh, does it matter if we spoil Harry Potter? I don't know. I don't know if we're still we're still not cursing is... FJK F, F, Rowling on principle. Um... On principle. <laughs> I, I guess. But mm-hmm. the thing... Okay, look. I took that... Flipping quiz where they ask you what house you are in Harry Potter. And I was a Slytherin. So therefore... <gasps> that's why you don't like Harry Potter. That's right. I get to be a hater on all of this. They... <laughs> it knew. It knew I wasn't impressed. So it was like, well, you're going to be the baddies. So mm. I'd, I think that means a lot. Megan, have you taken the quiz? Uh, not since I was like a, a teenager. So I... I don't remember <laughs> I'm just preparing for the chat room to explode with everybody to tell me their houses i'm much older than i look <laughs> i am a hufflepuff i think that's how you pronounce it that's so <laughs> it, it, it just sounds cute yeah it sounds exactly. like I'm, I'm cotton candy floss it, sound, it sounds very squishy it does yeah. it does oh so elizabeth yeah. says not knowing who didn't die in harry potter just boosted curse into very cool in my book so there you go. There you Preaching go. to the choir. Got the target group. Something, something. This is great. So that's my book-related pet peeve. Right, okay, I'll ask you a different question. Um, let's, let's do two more questions and then call it a night. Uh, I got so many. I really, I really did go through the archive of 200 episodes, listeners. So this is mad. And a few more questions about the guests and about the show are going to be on my Instagram. And they're already on my Instagram. So if you like quizzing and you're don't have enough quizzing power with this quizzing episode then you can also go to kirsten underscore fluent and i'll make them one of those highlight things and instagram works okay so kirsten k-e-r-s-t-i-n underscore fluent episode let's see do you want an early one or do you want a, a fairly late one late a late one okay a late one a late one um episode 150 how's that <laughs> oh, 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 this is good. Episode 150 was recorded at Langfest in Montreal, in Canada, and it featured a lesson in a very small European language where we were taught a drinking song. What was the language? <sighs> European. Yeah. Okay, do you want a hint? Uh-huh. Okay, I've got two good hints. Um, n- number one is Celtic. Okay. Can we just shout out some Celtic languages? We can shout out, yeah, yeah. Megan? 
Shout out to the Celts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's is, like, this is, is not my. This is not my. Irish Gaelic, yeah. Irish Gaelic. Okay, that's mm-hmm. just the thing I'm going to say. And <laughs> Scottish Gaelic, which you have to say as Gaelic. Oh, we got a oh, correct guess Gaelic. in the well, a, a correct memory in the chat room. Uh huh. Okay, so no, no real reaction from you, Kirsten, on Irish or Scottish Gaelic. So I'm going to go for Welsh. Not no British Celtic. Manx. Not British. Not British. Breton. Breton. Airhorn. Hang on. That is it. It was a drinking song in Breton. That was so cool. There are so many for those people who are just desperate for a bit of live, live impression. There are lots of archive episodes when we recorded and you and I either in the same place or I took the mobile recorder and I recorded in Montreal and Lindsay and I recorded in Bratislava at the Polyglot Gathering and we did Langfest and then we did the Polyglot Conference. This fun fact, or not fun fact, but fact anyway, so you'll get it, is... The only time that Lindsay and I have ever recorded an episode in the same room as each other. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Where was this? Do you remember? Hmm. Polyglot conference. I mean, this is a, this kind of gives it away. Oh, conference. I had, okay, I had so a really bad Ljubljana. UTI. <laughs> Ljubljana? It is, yeah. Ljubljana. Yeah. Do you know the country of Ljubljana, Megan? <laughs> no, but that's also because I'm useless at geography. Uh, well, it's that's like my that is that is like my worst thing to the point where it is embarrassing. It's like so far away from to make you. a podcast called "Oh No Geo <laughs> Class." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, where things are. <laughs> I would love that so much. Oh no, maps, maps, maps cast. <gasps> oh no, locations. <laughs> holy crap okay like i'm down for this this sounds great (laughs) sounds really good um yes it was jubiana which is in slovenia which is best explained as a little one near italy i guess yeah top of what used to be yugoslavia next to italy okay i okay i can at least it's like i can i can can do that i have a mental This is Italy now. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, right? So if it's Italy, if this is Italy, then it's kind of like there. (laughs) Sorry for anyone listening um, on the on the replay of this, and you don't have the video anymore. Um, Actually, I'm going to put the video in Patreon, and oh, that gives me a good chance to plug the Patreon and sort of slowly wrap it up and stop asking you guys like weird questions. Uh, Do you want one more? One more. Okay, one more. Last question. This is a this is a good one. Smell my dinner. According to our 2020 survey, the most studied languages by fluent show listeners are French, blank, German, and blank. Fill in the blanks. Most studied. Okay. I'm going to give the chat room a sec as well. Take a guess. Yeah. So French, Uh, blank, Spanish, and blank. Wait, hang on. What are they? French? Ah, crap. French, so French, Spanish, German, and blank. <laughs> I'm blank. Okay, with on the fourth. Spanish, blank. Spanish was going to be my other one. Okay, uh, yeah. Chinese. I mean, that was a relatively easy guess. Okay, so the last one. Sorry, what did, did you say? One already? 
Uh, oh, is it Chinese? It's not Chinese. Japanese. It is Japanese. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Suzanne was also guessing Spanish and Mandarin. Um, yeah, guess for Italian. No, Italian did not make it into the top four, Michelle. Got to promo that Italian language a little bit more. But yes, it is French, Spanish, German and Japanese. And this is according to the, the survey is still open. So if you go to fluent.show, you can still take the survey and change it all if you haven't taken the survey yet. Um, but yeah, but those, were, those were the four languages most studied by Fluent Show listeners. And loads and loads of people just kind of did the other option and just wrote like French and German and this and this and this and this and this. Because yeah. we love <laughs> Same, cycling right? backwards up a mountain while falling out of an aeroplane, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> that is what this show is about <laughs> okay well i'm gonna call this to a close this wouldn't be complete without me playing the top tools jingle because i've already played the old fluent show music and the new fluent show music so the old fluent show music is the jazzy intro which is by my friend jonathan also known as idiot johnson and the new ish fluent show music first episode as the fluent show was in 2018 is by a band called Forget the Whale and they are from New Jersey. It's called Move Along and you can actually listen to it with the lyrics on Spotify. I listened to the Fluent Show music on Spotify the other day, which is crazy because to me it's just the Fluent Show music now. And um, don't worry, I bought the rights. So <laughs> Forget the Whale have got a new album out. They would like you to know. I'd let them know that they're still in the show. <laughs> So, which means the last jingle to go is the Top Tools jingle. So, I'm going to hit play on that right now. And, Megan, you're going to have to go back because this is a musical masterpiece, <laughs> if I say so myself. I've got someone on fire to do it for me. <laughs> top Tools, autumn and winter. <laughs> top Tools, spring and summer. <laughs> top Tools. <laughs> top Tools. <laughs> well, you, uh, Jim, thank you for having me. This is very fun. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much for joining us, for bringing questions. We had a lot of fun as well. Um, I don't Bye. know how to throw you out of the Skype. Oh, hang on. I, I do now, oh. actually. So I shall. I think I've hung up on Lindsay as well. So this is what happens. Let me just bring back Lindsay. <laughs> hey, listeners. We're still here. The live stream is not getting any better, is it? <laughs> Love the top tools music so much. So, oh, look, she's calling. She's calling. See, I threw both of yep. you out, and now you're both back. So, this is how this works. I don't know. Okay. Megan, you either you have to hang up or you have to be with us. Okay. Forever. Um, forever. Yep, this is, this is just it. I'm here now. You can't get rid of me. Um, Third no, host. I'm, I'm, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, are you, are you in the market for, like, just a semi-horny literature language host? <laughs> are you in the market for changing your mind on French? Let me recommend... Oh, oh no, lit class! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess... I, I'll go. Um, no, thank you so much for having me. Congratulations again. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. <laughs> oh, which leaves me to let you all know again that the Fluent Show can be supported and should be supported indeed on Patreon, which is Patreon, P A T R E O N 
facebook.com slash fluent show and the minimum tier that the machine recommends or that I set in the machine is two dollars a month but you can also set your own if you want to give one dollar a month in reality they put a lot of fees on it that's why it's two dollars um, but you can do that or if you can't afford it please don't worry the fluent show is forever going to be free in the feed and on fluent.show where we've got access to the whole archive including episodes with Chris Brohom, Ollie Richards, Benny Lewis, other men, and also our first, okay, so this is, um, I don't know if I'm proud of this, but we're fixing it as we go, our first ever guest of color being Hadi Ndoy, which was episode 122, so it took a while to get there, but get there we did, and continue we do. And other verb first before other verb sentences. You've been inspired by all that Shakespeare talk. Indeed, <laughs> yes, that's it. So even though it's maybe not something to be like massively proud of, I'm proud that I'm proud of the record since. So episode 122, an extra shout out to Hadi. So you get all of that at fluent.show, and that's not going to change anytime soon. The Fluent Show is now going to go to hiatus, which means in the feed it's going to be a little bit quieter. Every now and then I might pop in, and I'll definitely give you a recording of this, maybe marginally edited with less chaos, maybe not. Who knows? You can also get bonus episodes and some extra content. I'm working on an archive guide over on Patreon. And it leaves for me to say thank you so much to Christian, who edits all the episodes where somebody is talking in addition to me, except maybe this one, who wouldn't, who refused to come and say hello to the chat room. Refused to come in and say hi. Because he's not as fame-hungry as I am, clearly. To Sarah who came in and helped and who does so much helping by setting up times when the guests are available and getting in touch with new guests and brings people onto the show. Absolute hero. And to you, Lindsay. Thank you so much. <laughs> We've done like nearly 80 episodes. I think maybe yeah, with that's today. A that's a lot. Done a lot of episodes together. It's been a long, been a long haul. Lindsay Dow, Lindsay Williams. Thank you so much for being my co-host. <laughs> Donada. <laughs> And I will speak to you very, very soon. So you got, yeah. got the next months off and I'll see you in January, I guess. Ooh, see you in 2021. Chat room, see you in 2021. Ciao. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to do it. It's goodbye from me, right? Okay, so it's oh. goodbye from me. I'm doing this really slowly so Lindsay can take a minute to collect yourself. Goodbye from me. Goodbye. And goodbye from Lindsay. Tschüss. Thank you for listening to The Fluent Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting the show by leaving a review in your podcast app or even becoming a member of our Patreon community where our supporter perks include a secret feed full of added show notes and a VIP option where you can get priority answers to your listener questions on the podcast. Don't forget that you can send us your language questions and feedback to hello at fluentlanguage.co.uk or find us on Twitter at The Fluent Show or Instagram hashtag The Fluent Show. We're always so excited to hear from you and read every message and review. See you next week.